Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. What long-term impact can we expect the pandemic to have on today's children? It's day 130 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. and we are reporting 256611 cases with 7200 deaths jishnu das is an economist and a professor at the mccord school of public policy and the walsh school of foreign service at georgetown university in washington dc last night we spoke about misdiagnosis in medical settings in india and about avoiding old tired public versus private debates Dr Das has studied the impact of disasters on human capital after the Uttarkashi earthquake in 1991 and the Bhuj earthquake in 2001 and he now has a new paper out on the impact of the 2005 Pakistan earthquake on the long term achievements of affected children Tahir Andrabi Benjamin Daniels and Jishnu Das surveyed more than 150000 individuals across 126 villages in northern Pakistan They found that on average earthquake affected children's test scores put them 1 and 1/2 to 2 years behind their peers in unaffected regions. This loss occurred despite the fact that households affected by the earthquake received significant financial compensation that would seem to have put the families back on track. The actual closure of schools accounted for only 10% of the loss in test scores. Much more was lost after the children returned to school. possibly due to children falling behind the curriculum and being unable to catch up they write if these deficits continue to adult life the affected cohorts could lose 15% of their earnings in every year for the rest of their lives the authors estimate children with more educated mothers did not fall behind so the earthquake widened inequalities within affected areas I asked Jishnu Das about this in the current context. In the context of your Pakistan paper, which is mm-hmm. uh, particularly given the nature of um, COVID nineteen, a lot of the focus, um, uh, you know, correctly has been on older people uh, in the present moment, at least. But as you as you pointed out that for the future, in terms of accumulated disadvantages, we need to start thinking right away about um, kids. uh one of the areas you pointed out is about educational achievement but as you say as well that that in some ways ends up becoming a proxy for all kinds of other achievements uh going forward so i just wanted to ask you about that yeah. that is uh, you know although they might not be the uh, most directly affected ones right now the uh, future burden for kids is something that we we should be talking about now Yeah, no. So, so you know, I think what we found quite amazing about the work we had done was initially when we started, you know, when we when COVID came along and things, the idea was that if you give people compensation to take them through this time, it'll be fine. Right. Right. And we didn't have a lot of evidence on is that statement correct? Mm-hmm. Right. So the Pakistan earthquake was a really interesting example because people did receive a lot of compensation, and we saw in our paper that the compensation was well targeted it was received by everybody who needed it and all that kind of stuff right yeah. and we find yes the adults are fine and their houses are even better than they were before the earthquake and all of that 
uh, you know, they have more electricity, the houses are permanent. And then what we found, as you know, in the paper was that children were doing a lot worse, not in terms of enrollment, but in terms of their test scores, right? Mm -hmm. And we also found that they were much, especially the ones who were between zero and three were much shorter, had lost a lot of height growth in the in the intervening years. Right. The tough part here, Rukmini, is if you then are willing to assume that these effects will hurt them even when they're adults, right? right. That shock, that loss of human capital translates into almost 15% lower wages for their lifetime, right? So uh, now you right. extrapolate out and you say, look, if the 0 to 15-year-olds now in another 10, 15 years are going to start earning 10, 15% less through their lifetime. Wow. Right? Imagine what a big, big, big shock that is. It's almost like saying all the children who are now in school, even though they graduate from school and all that uh, works out, they'll still have be at an equivalent of two grades less. Right. And that's going to hit them throughout their lives. Right. Right. So these are huge deficits we are talking about right. once you start thinking about what they mean for the economy as a whole. Right. right. And that has me really, really worried because this is saying, you know, yes, we'll think in a year or two things are kind of back to normal. Yes, there'll be problems with the budget in maybe we'll struggle for five years and then we're back to normal. But then think about the fact that no it might be that for the next 10 to 30 years as these kids transition through the labor market we are going to see depressed earnings right right and that is a massive massive problem that we haven't even started to discuss yet right one of the things you you say while setting the context for the paper also is that in this part of the world um we do, governments do quite well in moments of crisis, but it's the sustained work after that that's uh, that's harder. Yeah, I think that's roughly right, right? I mean, I remember working, you know, when the Uttarakhand earthquake hit in 91, I worked quite a lot on that. Mm-hmm. You know, earthquake, cyclones. I mean, we've been fairly good at handling all of these things, right? Right. Uh, between the army and the relief and all of that, you know, we get our stuff done. But this time, it's going to need a sustained effort throughout the country for a fairly long period of time, right? right? And that, so what I'm worried about is, yes, we'll, you know, they, the government employees say that they're going to mission mode, right? Right. I mean, will we be able to work in mission mode for for 10 years, 15 years? I don't know. Right. Right. So this is, we really need to say, you know, in regular mode, can we do a lot better? Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. Tomorrow, a new question. <laughs>